You're listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers. Bonus episode, April 2021, Rotocast, behind the scenes. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, the number one place to get your animation fixed with animation addicts just like you. Each episode, we dive into the wonderful world of animation featuring Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and everything in between. But this time, we have a very special bonus episode as we show you behind the scenes of the Roto Nation. Every month, we have an exclusive access Ask Me Anything live stream for our members, and we even bring on someone to chat. So hop on your nerdy couch and join us for this special episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Rotocast. We're your hosts. I'm Morgan Stradling. And I am Chelsea Robson. Everybody say yay. 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 (laughs) Jazz fingers. (laughs) Nice to see you guys here on a Friday night. We are doing a special Rotocast. We're using new streaming software, which... Personally, I'm pretty pumped about. Look at this fancy banner. Look at, I can even do some other sort of banners. Look, ooh, ticker on the screen. (laughs) Great, yes. For those who are listening to this, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But we are excited to be back. We released our first episode of the year, Raya and the Last Dragon, this past week. Reception was great. Downloads were through the roof. I think we actually got a ton uh, during our hiatus. A bunch of people subscribed and found the show while we were gone. Oh, nice. And so uh, when the new episode dropped, it was just like a boom, a big spike in 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 uh, people who were uh, listening. So I will take that. I love and it. And so, yeah, Chelsea and I we should go on vacation here. more have- often. Morgan, you need to have more kids, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> no. Well, I want one. I want one more kid. Okay. But um the whole process of having kids, um, be, like being pregnant, not a fan, not, okay. not a fan in the least. So, all right. So here's how this works. So we're using new software. This is called StreamYard, and it's really, really cool because if you are on, you're watching live, uh, we see you, you can actually just leave a comment and we'll be able to see it in our streaming software and we can put it up on the screen. Like for an example, Hey there, guys. Hey there, animation addicts. I'm just kind of showing you how this works. So I just left a, uh, a comment, and here we go. I can throw it up on the screen. Ooh. So if you are listening live, then definitely be sure to post your comments in there. We will get to them, and we will show them, and we will answer them. And also, if you are joining us live, you can uh, join the stream. So I'm going to put, if you want to join and hang out with us, join here. So in the comments on the Facebook Live, there is the link where you can join. You just have to make sure that you uh, you know, have your mic and everything set up to ready to go. We're gonna bring people in one at a time. We can sit and shoot the breeze. We can, you can answer questions. We can do whatever, a hang out. And then when someone else is ready to go, that person will get off and another person will come in. And hello, Chad. Let's do this. Woohoo! Look at that. Hello. I'm so impressed in this fancy software. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it really doesn't take that much to impress us. We're like, whoa, it works. <laughs> I mean, I'm just so impressed with how much improvement there has been with streaming services and 
and uh, software over the years. I just think back to the very beginning of the podcast. We had to doubt we were doing it on Skype. Yeah. And we had to download this very specific software in order to record a Skype call. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even that great in the in the first place. And now I'm like, literally, there are streaming services for live streams. You can just podcast. There's all these different podcast services out there that just record your audio for you. And The world is a different place than it was in 2012. (laughs) Oh, yes, it really is. I'm a fan. So who else we got on there? Chad on there and then just Chad. So if you're like, what the heck? Why are they streaming this right now? Um, Well, initially, when I said the preview, it said that it was 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And we are we are in Arizona, meaning we never change time. Everyone changes around us. And so so I thought, okay, since it's since it's not letting me change my time zone and it's defaulting to Mountain Standard Time, then definitely that means that I need to set it for an hour ahead. And so I did that. And nope, turns out it was our time zone anyways, which it's seven here. So I apologize if you were expecting this to be an hour later, but if you want, again, if you want to join with us, make sure to click the link in those show notes, not show notes, man, um, include the link so you can hop on and you can join us for the call. So let's dive into it. I have my handy dandy water right here. I also have my refill. Oh, you know anything about me? You know that I love my soda stream here. Let's show the logo. (laughs) I, I quit soda about for 2020. So I had a major problem with soda and I just couldn't get off it where I would drink soda. And it's kind of a mom thing, especially where we live, where the moms all just drink soda. And I never got it. I was like, why are our mom's so obsessed with drinking soda until I had kids. And once you have kids, it's like the best thing in the world. It's an excuse to get out of the house <laughs> and go get a little treat and a little something to make the day brighter. Generally they have cookies and stuff too at these soda shops. Oh, well on top of that, there are these soda shops that not only have soda, big 44 ounce sodas that you can mix like coconut syrup or all these mm-hmm. yummy flavors with it. So it's not just a Dr. Pepper it's a dirty Dr. Pepper, which has coconut and a little squeeze of lime. And it's just like, oh, it's beach, <laughs> Doc, Dr. Beach. Okay. So it's so delicious. Um, I'm going back into my, my old, old times. Anyways, I kept trying to quit. And so I would, I'd say, okay, I'm going to stop. I, Cause I was drinking about two 44 ounces a day, what? which is not good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was <laughs> oh bad. It was, it was bad. So I don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> So I would drink this and and so I say, okay, I'm going to quit. And so I'd, with all my willpower, I'd quit. And then I'd have to go through the the withdrawals with the headaches, um, for a few days, which were really painful. And I would do it like a week. Uh, and then maybe I'd go, I just, just, I'd go back to it and I try another week and I'd go back to it. And so then I'd go, I'd like really be motivated. I'd do like a month or maybe, maybe in two months, you know, I was like, if it was really good and then it's like, okay, I'm good. I've officially quit soda. Like I'm good. I, I have self-control. I'm just going to get one. I'm just gonna get one a week. Just, just because just a little taste. And that's how you go back down the road. (laughs) And the one a week turns to one a day, which then it goes back to two a day. And here you are where, and seriously, this was for years. And I understand how, I mean, this is just soda. It's not a big deal. It's not a huge addiction, but I can see how 
addictions to drugs addiction. and alcohol are become real yeah, um, yeah. in a very, very small way. I'm not comparing my experience at all, but I can see how you lose your agency in a way. It's just like around a certain time of day, it's like my brain was just like zombie must go to the circle K to get my <laughs> soda. It was it, like, I had no control and I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like the feeling that I couldn't Mm-hmm. be the controller of my body, if you will. Um, so anyways, the whole reason I started this at going back to the soda stream is I couldn't quit. And I said, you know, what is a goal? How can I quit this stuff? You know, I've tried all the different things and you know me, I'm competitive as anyone. So I said, okay, I'm going to set a goal where I'm going to quit soda for the whole year, all of 2020. Cause if I set such a big goal, I'm going to really be disappointed if I don't achieve it and be really happy if I do. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm Morgan. So of course I'm going <laughs> to hit a goal of not drinking soda for a year. So, um, so I did that. And of course, like, you know, the first few weeks are hard and then it's a month and you're like, oh, I don't need it. And then any time where you in your head were thinking, okay, I want to go back to it. It's like, nope, you got your goal. You got your goal. Got to do it. So by the time a year co- rolls around, I don't care anymore. Like I'm so far removed from the addiction that it's not really a temptation. Mm -hmm. And so in the meantime, we bought a $20 soda stream. They have like fancier ones, but we just bought like the manual pump one for $20 on offer up. And, um, you know, I like, don't get me wrong. I love my dirty Dr. Pepper, but I really just like the fizzy tech, you know, the, the sensation of the bubbles. And so, yeah, I basically, so you're European now Drake, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Perrier, all the good things. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's me. That is a uh, Morgan's story about how she quit soda and how she's addicted to soda water now, but, it, <laughs> but it's just water. Like literally it's just water with you add the bubbles in, there's no sugars or the, and that's the thing I was drinking the diet Dr. Mm. Pepper and which is really bad for you. And, and my husband, and I got so irritated whenever he tried to call me out on this. Cause it's like, I know I have a problem. I don't need you to tell me He's like, why do you, why are we spending all this money on organic food? Cause I've sort of shifted to organic and healthier, clean products, but you're doing this. And I'm like, cause we can't be perfect in everything. Okay. But like, really, I need my vice. Soda kind of is soda. Yeah. I need one vice. Okay. Can I have one thing? <laughs> but, oh gosh. That, uh, you know, it really counteracts it, counteracts it because it really is just poison for your body. Yeah. Let's be real. So, yeah, uh, yeah, we got, I <laughs> see my thing is carbs, uh, AKA the good stuff. Yes. <laughs> on all accounts. Like, um, uh, uh, my thing is definitely carbs. I went about two, three years without, with eating very minimal carbs because I, not just because I'm like, I, I want to give up carbs or anything. Um, but it's more mm-hmm. of, there's a lot of foods that end up making me not feel very good. And once you started right. doing once I started like, eating clean, then you start noticing all the like nuances of every food that you put in your body. And uh, because you're only like shifting and eating one thing new at a time. And so you're able to like see, OK, how does this actually make me feel? Um, it's yeah difficult for sure to like get to that point. Right. And but once you're there, it honestly, though, it, t- it took me a year to not have cravings for ice cream, like l- a literal year <laughs> of driving by yeah. Wendy's and being like, I really want a frosty. <laughs> but um, I got over that. Thank heavens. Because I mean, once again, it's not because I'm like, I don't want them. It's like my my mouth likes them, but my stomach and intestines do not. And so that's not mm-hmm. a not a good thing. 
Um, yeah, that was the same thing with me with soda. It hurt my stomach. Like it literally some days it would just hurt my stomach so bad. I would be curled over like, I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? This isn't a good habit to have. It's killing you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then once the shutdown happened, like I wasn't leaving the house as much. And so I wasn't able to get the right foods. And so I just seeped into eating whatever was around. And when you have like, you know, my family ends up like eating all sorts of stuff, you know, so it just was like, oh, well, I'll just eat this because I really don't want to leave my house. Um, and so like, yeah, I I didn't was not a good year. 2020 was not my year <laughs> for many accounts. So, but I yeah. have started doing a lot better and being like, okay, no, I am going to jump back into like eating the things that actually make me feel good. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm starting. I mean, there's still all the times when I'm eating things that I'm like, I just, this tastes so delicious. And you know, it's the zombie thing of like, oh, it's there. Oh, look, ice cream. Um, yeah. It's in my mouth. How did that happen? <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> right. So welcome to the Rotocast as we talk about our vices, <laughs> our food vices. Hey, that's the great thing about the Rotocast is we really get to just hang out, you know, let your hair down or, you know, I'm in a braid, but, right. you know, and just talk about things that we normally wouldn't discuss on the podcast yeah. or the main show. So we did have some questions. So if you ever want to submit questions to the Rotocast, you can send them at... What is it? <laughs> um, rotoscopers.com slash. Oh, I got to know. What is it? Hold on. Aren't you the one that made this? Um, <laughs> well, I've been making I, actually quite I know, a, few, I know. <laughs> a lot um, of links recently. Um, but yeah, so you can, it's always the same. Uh, but I just want to check it up for you guys just to make sure that I give you the correct thing. You can send it at any time. And <laughs> I have this light in front of my screen, so I can't really see some of the things that are where my mouse is supposed to go. <laughs> so I need to find um, out. There's this guy who does a lot of DIY projects and he takes like a strip of led lights, you know, those led lights you can buy now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, yeah, that they change colors. And, yeah. And so he, yeah. he makes, takes these strips and then he puts this reflective paper around it, like a bulb. And I'm like, I really want to do uh-huh. that and just have one on each side of my computer because it's the same problem with me. I used to be able to, when I was just, when I just had a, a laptop, um, I would be able to put my light behind it and it would work. Uh, but now the lap, the computer's too big because I got a desktop. And I was like, all right. Uh-huh. Um, and so now I have to have the light over here and it's not the same mm-hmm. being like right in front. Totally. So here it is. If you ever want to ask any questions, just go to rotoscopers.com slash AMA or ask me anything. And those will go to um, a survey where we will just pull up anytime we're doing the rotocast. So we do have two questions today, which will kick off our discussion. And they actually are really good ones. Not that they're not, but uh, there's a lot of meat to the bone for this one. So the first one, Josella said, just said live action Disney remake. Oh gosh. Period. Mic drop. Boom. Have I go? Have I mentioned go, Chelsea. how much I hated Mulan? On the podcast? No, we haven't discussed Mulan at all. We haven't done that at all. Okay. For, you know, spoiler alert, I hated it. I was like, this is so <laughs> boring. <laughs> it was yeah. so, so well, boring. Sorry, go. I have not seen it. Okay. But from what I've heard, and I'll talk about why I haven't seen it, 
uh, they basically stripped all the fun elements yeah. out of Mulan. There's a reason why we love Mulan, and it's not just because she's just this kick a strong warrior female. She's there's other parts like the music, yeah, <laughs> Mushu, yes, that actually they all work together. Like the humor, that's like a funny movie. There's a lot of really comical elements that just, uh, from what I've heard, aren't there. That's exactly what it is. And then they add to, for good measure, you know, an extra like 30 minutes onto the runtime. And it's like, this was already like going to be hurting from boredom. And now you're adding an additional 30 minutes to this. And like, (laughs) oh my gosh. I mean, let's just start at that level. The level of this is so boring (laughs) because I was like snooze. I'm so tired of this. Um, And then second off, it was like, the characters really didn't make sense. Like I, you didn't really care about any of them when mm-hmm. in the original you had the, you know, her, I want song. You could figure out like what she wanted based on this moment of like, Oh, I love reflection. It's a great song. Um, and then you also have like, okay. And then, ah, ah, they had, instead of taking out Mushu, Let it out, they Chelsea. take out Mushu and then they just throw in this like, butterfly phoenix type thing like that i was just like no why it just does nothing like it they literally do nothing and but then it's like like this hawk woman person who at first was like the oh who at first was like the evil yeah i guess villain and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. is like oh i see you we are the same and now we're going I'm going to help you and it's like what it's just not believable and has no connection to the reality so just on a story statement i was just like just at that it's enough for me to just say i really hate mulan <laughs> i was like oh mm-hmm. gosh this is bad and then you know <laughs> you have like we we have like I don't want to get political, but then it does have the political side on it at the very end where Disney's like thanking China, like the the actual province of China that has mm-hmm. lots of really bad stuff going on with we Muslims. And I'm like, not about that. So I was upset. I was like hurt and upset and just bored out of my mind with Mulan. So I hated that movie. That's my thing. Mm. Yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah. And because I I kind of have decided that I'm revolting, not revolting, but I'm kind of making a stand against the Disney remakes. They're just so, there's just so many of them. Mm -hmm. I feel like five years ago is when the first batch of these started to get announced. And it was like, oh, they're going to be remaking remaking this. Like Cinderella was kind of like the, you know, there was Maleficent. And first Alice in Wonderland kind of kicked these all off in 2010. And then, you know, the Maleficent one, and then there was Cinderella, but that was cool. And then it was like Beauty and the Beast. And then they just started, then literally everything, it was like a domino effect. Like if you were a Disney animated movie, they all were going to get their remakes. So it just became too much. Mm -hmm. Why can't you be original? But seeing the big game plan of everything that was happening here, it's because they needed basically easy content, um, not only for theaters, but many, much of this is going directly to Disney plus. Yeah. And, um, you know, so the Disney fans of course are going to show up for it. 
Uh, but me thereafter, there was a certain point where I just stopped seeing them. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen Dumbo. I haven't seen Lion King. Um, I have this, there's a funny story about this thing, why this is here and <laughs> why I even have it in the first place. But, um, I have not seen, uh, Lady and the Tramp. I have not seen Mulan. I just kind of say, I kind of refuse. And is, does that make me a bad Disney fan? No. I don't, Maybe, I don't I, think so. And I know me, me revolting, you know, and taking a stand isn't going to do anything. They no, are going to make the movies not. that they're going to make because people go and see them. Right. That's the thing. I really thought the Lion King from what I saw, um, I even, they got, they sent it to me for a review and I, I don't think I reviewed it um, cause I've never seen it. So I definitely didn't review it. Um, <laughs> I'm like, nope, you you can send me a free copy to my house, to my doorstep, and I still will not review this thing <laughs> and watch it. But uh, yeah, I really thought that one was going to tank because it was like this lifelike animals instead of the more cartoony and stuff. So I thought it just wouldn't. And people were really kind of making fun of it, just that there was no emotion to the characters. And I just thought it was going to bomb. And it didn't. It did incredibly well. So yeah, so... <sighs> We had talked about, you know, if the patrons really wanted it, we would do, we could do those for, uh, patron exclusive content. And I would do that for the patrons. I would watch it for the patrons and, uh, do, do reviews for the patrons, but I just kind of have a feeling that at the same time, that's not going to be a fun ride. (laughs) The reason we are animation addicts and Disney fans is because we enjoy it. It's not really fun to hear someone just whine and complain and bash a movie just that you're for fun, potentially please. interested in or enjoyed. Yeah. So I don't know, but I totally would do it. If you guys are interested, you let me know, let a hoe know, I'll make it, we can make it happen. Okay. <laughs> so any other, Oh, okay. Here comes Chad. Chad, are you ready to join? Not yet. He's getting some headphones in. Okay. So we will bring Chad in in a second. I wonder if he has some thoughts oh. on the Disney remakes. Did my, did my rant inspire Chad to say, nope, I need to go against what Chelsea says, or is he going to join in with me? That's the question. (laughs) (laughs) So let's do this. Chad, we're bringing you in. Chad, Are you ready? We can, we can kick you out if you don't want, but. (laughs) Oh, he's getting his headphones in. Do you hear us? Chad, my man. Is this working? Yeah, we yes. can hear you. Can you hear us? Oh, oh, I know what it is. Sorry. <laughs> I have I have two windows open. I'm like, why do I hear overlapping voices? Oh, oh okay. Uh, yes, I did want to say something about whoa. Uh, something about hey there, the um <laughs> the uh, live action remakes. Yeah. Um, very much agree. I hate most of them with a passion and I haven't seen Milan either, but that is an apt description of what I've heard and I've watched clips and it's just, Oh, it's awful. But my question is, is in regards to Maleficent and especially with Cruella, they seem to not just be remaking Mm -hmm. like the live action version. They're taking their own spin on it. And one thing Mm -hmm. I've really appreciated, especially with Maleficent is even with the first one, it was kind of its own original thing. And I thought when Disney actually made live action versions with these characters that we're familiar with, but added like their own spin to them or their own original thing, they did extremely well. 
And I don't know if either of you have watched any of the trailers for Cruella, but I am genuinely excited to kind of see their take on this is the origin story of mm -hmm. the woman who becomes this <laughs> deliciously wonderful, psychotic, <laughs> and fashionable <laughs> villainess who, you know, yes. and she's, uh, and to uh, kind of just add to that, personally, every iteration of Cruella that we've ever seen, whether that be the animated one, the live action one, or even the one in Once Upon a Time, I don't know if either of you got to that point, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. has just been absolutely wonderful. And she hasn't been redeemed. She's always been evil. And please don't redeem her. They can't I know. Redeem her. I know. That's the one thing that's really irritated me. It's like every villain you can to, be like, bad get... for the sake of being bad. There are bad people. And yes. that's the whole point of a villain <laughs> yes. is that it is really the epitome of evil and the bad things and bad people in the world because we need that to be represented. Not that like evil needs to be represented, but as far as story yeah. goes, you can't like it's not as enjoyable or the stakes aren't as high if the person's like, well, they had a bad childhood and they're really right. good inside, but they do all these evil things it's like. Okay, yeah, it's okay. In real she life, that's okay, but for the mistress of all Alex evil, happens. we shouldn't be into the mistress of all evil. <laughs> we should feel bad for her. Yeah, I'm going to give Mel a pass because, yeah, but otherwise, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I loved Angelina's take on Maleficent. It was, it was beautiful. I loved it so much. I really liked her in that role. I felt like she did embody the, she had the great cheekbones. Like she had the cheekbones to make it work. So <laughs> I give her that, mm -hmm. uh, that side. No, I, if they, if they try to redeem Cruella, I just, I'm done. I'm like, no, you can't redeem a woman who wants to steal and murder your puppies. Like that's not okay. In any world, that's not coat. okay. For a coat. Like, no. Don't steal my my puppies. Yeah, for fashion. <laughs> there are so many better looking coats out there anyway. I don't know why anyone would walk around with dots. But okay. Dog fur. Let's just talk about dog fur. Like, short hair oh, dog and, fur. Yeah. It's not even luxurious. It's not soft. I just keep picturing, like, soft. what a dog looks like it's when soft. it's wet. And I'm just like, oh. Ugh. Oh, washing that? Ew. Oh. <laughs> Could you even oh. wash dry it? Clean. That's my dry clean only. I mean, of course, this is dry clean only, but, oh. So, yeah, that's no bueno. Well, so, yeah, so going to kind of back on the discussion of some of the Disney remakes that are good, I agree with you, Chad. I think when they do these remakes and they actually tell a different story, it's it's something to look forward to. It's something exciting. It's something different. Like Dumbo, it's just Dumbo, more or less. Or the worst, I think, of all of them was Beauty and the Beast. Um, there were a few new elements they added to Beauty and the Beast. The moment it, Morgan it says that, like, both Chad and I are like, oh, no. <laughs> it's just, they took all the life and fun yeah. out of the original, but they were basically sticking plot point by plot point. Camera and angle by camera angle. Cinderella. Yes, yes, exactly. And Cinderella was so nice because um, they took, you know, we got a different you know, some of the things that from the original fairy tale, um, she meets the prince early on and they really just shifted and changed it and made it a different version of Cinderella because, mm -hmm. you know, there's been many different versions of Cinderella, the Brandy version and yeah, all sorts of things. A so Cinderella I just, story? If you, can do something new and ex if you can do something new and exciting to it to mix it up and to make me intrigued and interested, yes. 
But if you're just going to say, hey, it's now just in live action form. No, the only like version I like of that is, you know, if you're moving it to Broadway, but even the Broadway, you know, no one really complains about the Broadway, you know, oh, they, they turn it into a Broadway musical. Um, Cause usually those are really, really good. And they, <laughs> you know, you think of Lion King versus the Lion King musical or Beauty and the Beast versus the Beauty and the Beast musical. It has the elements and essence of the original, but they expand out songs and they add new characters and it's enough that it's different to make it its own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I love the Broadway rendition. My, for my sister's 18th birthday, we actually got to go see the Broadway version of the Lion King. Phenomenal. Um, and I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm just, I was a little <laughs> like, I've uh... seen it and I, I won tickets on the radio and, um, to go see it last summer. And of course everything was canceled and, supposedly um, they're going to let me, whenever things pick up again, I can go see another Disney musical if it, that ever comes back. But sad face. Anyways. My friend Meg got us tickets to go see Anastasia, the Broadway <gasps> musical. And when the pandemic hit, we were like, oh no, we're not gonna be able to do this. But they, they, they rescheduled it for like later in 2022. Oh, wow. So we're kind of like, okay, Fun. we're, we're watching. We you know what's interesting? I actually... Um, for my business, I have an email list and I sent an email to people just like asking like a, a quick question. And it wasn't like a normal email newsletter where it's this big, long thing. It was just like one question, blah, blah, blah. And one lady responded back and she actually was like an executive producer for Anastasia, the musical. And she's just like a producer for all these Broadway things. Oh God. And she's wanting to start her own YouTube channel and stuff. And I was like, Oh, hi, <laughs> hi there. Um, just it's just fascinating. You never know who's following you, but that's cool. I was like, I wanted to talk to her more, but then I didn't want to be like, can we do some? Can we do some like Broadway? trade here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, interesting. It's kind of tangent to the Broadway musical uh, Anastasia. It just was really interesting that Don Bluth essentially was not involved at all, which is fine, really? I guess. But yeah, yeah, they didn't even include him. They didn't even talk to him. Wow. He went and he had to go, I think he had to go buy his own tickets like a year later to go <laughs> see it. And I'm like, you can't invite the guy to the premiere. Like, fine, if you're not gonna... Oh, I, it, yeah, so... That is such see a burn. It. Isn't it? Oh my like, god. Oh man. Did he tell I you guess? that? No, I just saw a picture. Oh really? I mean, I, I assume that he bought his own tickets, yeah. but maybe he didn't, but... It was like, it had been out long enough that I'm like, this is just like on a random Tuesday. Uh-huh. Like, maybe they got you, comp maybe they comped you some passes, <laughs> but, you know, because they do that, they have, but right. I feel like, yeah, it was just funny. See, that would have been, I feel like, I don't know, I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad knowing this. Because <laughs> Don Blue is a really <laughs> nice guy, and to like, just cut him out like yeah. that, it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah really smart <laughs> really fun really nice so yeah anything else live action remakes what else is on the list it's just i've kind of tried to tune it out but let's see upcoming <laughs> turn it oh no as in to what's still coming out or yeah live action disney remake i think Let the little see. mermaid is still on the list. Oh yeah. I think I think that one actually was one of the ones that got hurt during COVID. Like they were going to film like in April of last year, and you know, anything that was set for March beyond got pushed. So um that one I don't believe. Uh, wasn't there something about 
Oh, I hope this was just a rumor, but I don't think it was. Um, weren't they going to do a Lilo and Stitch live action? Oh, oh no. Okay. Oh, that's exactly the reaction. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've heard things like there was one for that. There was one for the Black Cauldron, which honestly scares me the most because I have, I have, oh, that movie was just... Chelsea and I are actually recording that later tonight. We are <laughs> recording the Black Cauldron um, episode. There are so many thoughts. So many. Um, but apparently the actual source material is really rich and very good. And they took, like- and I'll talk about this in the podcast. There were like 30, char- 30 main characters in the novel and they had to just condense them down into like, we have just like a handful of characters. Apparently it's like a really, really amazing I think it's like book. six um, and they- volumes. Yeah, it's it's a series, and I think they took the first two volumes and took different plot lines and turned it into. Um, but but nonetheless, I have a bad taste in my now mouth from the Black Cauldrons. Okay, so let's read these. So Cruella coming out in May, The Little Mermaid uh, release date TBD. There is a Pinocchio TBD for Disney Plus. Peter Pan and Wendy could be interesting. I'm interested. TBD Disney Plus. Snow White just TBD. So not necessarily Disney Plus. Hunchback of Notre Dame, TBD. Prince Charming. Oh. Oh. A prince. TBD. Robin Hood. Uh, I think this, yes, it's described as a musical live action animation hybrid. Uh, Hercules TBD. Oh, Hercules. I love Hercules so, so much. And I know that it's considered not to be the greatest but i love it love it love it bambi tbd oliver twist bambi TBD. why jay no it's like in the style of of, of mm. like lion king oh it's gosh. going to bring photorealistic technology used to bring oh the jungle book we forgot about the jungle book yeah i uh, actually like the, the giant peach the jungle book the jungle book i felt like they did a, a decent <laughs> job with because that one's more of a of a regular kipling version like it's it's deeper mm-hmm. than just the movie um because yes. it has a source material so they're able to they have a little bit more with that yeah wasn't yeah. that like didn't they use like the first book for the source material because isn't there like multiple so. books to the jungle book yeah and they didn't yeah think it was like the first one um okay so james and the giant peach nobody asked for nobody this. wants that tink not not even asked it like uh, nobody wants it <laughs> yeah what was wrong with the original that was fine the well, way it was i, I don't want a non-tim burton version of james and the giant peach thank you very much will it be with james with uh tim burton yeah tim burton doing tim burton <laughs> it says tb they keep using tba to be announced but uh tink so just a tinkerbell spinoff which we already had one of those it's called tinkerbell <laughs> 2008 animated series sword in the stone lilo and stitch so there you go there is your stitch and that's all i have for now see i would love to see i i'm kind of curious to see what their take on sword of the stone would be i mean they won't do this of course because they're disney i mean it's just arthur so well if they were to actually like do one of their copy paste films with that i would i would just crack up with however they did (laughs) madam mim because that is the only reason i watched that film it's like i i I skip half of the stupid family members and his overly ridiculous brother who i 
pretty much consider Gaston's <laughs> relative. Um, but I just I love, I love Madame Nim because who who has an introduction where where she just goes, someone sick. How lovely. Oh, I do <laughs> hope it's serious. I mean, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would love I, I would love to see a live action version of Sword and Stone simply if they made a crazed Madame Mim like that. <laughs> Who would we cast? <laughs> I don't as know. Crazed Madame Mim. Who would be good in that role? That's, that's I question. mean, Helena Bottom Carter. She's like the go-to. <gasps> yeah. Yes. <laughs> She is the go-to. She made a very good queen of hearts. I will say that. I I loved her as as the queen of hearts in the Alice in Wonderland films. So let's hop into some more questions. So we have one more, unless you have some, Chad. No. Okay, join along. (laughs) So this next question is this. Basically, this is from Rose. Is it from Rose? Wait. Yes. And Disney songs that you find boring or they're just unnecessary or you just can't stand them at all. He's a bit of a fixer upper from Frozen. Boring, repetitive, can't remember the words, hate it. <laughs> okay. You, you clearly don't have kids who listen to that soundtrack over and over. No, but I had a sister again. who listened to it religiously. <laughs> And I do mean religiously. For six to eight months, I knew every oh, no. word of Let It Go and sang it even when I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I, I also like... that's the. I feel like there's one... Like, Sorry to cut you off, Chelsea, but you'll like this reference. Okay. Um, there's one in every show. <laughs> song that goes like this. It starts off from slow, slow and ends, and up, ends with up, up with a kiss. This so is the song, song that starts every... like this. <laughs> I love, I never Spam saw it and I wish I would have seen it in Vegas. I saw it in New York. It was Anyways. great. And it actually had uh, the guy who plays uh, 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 Niles. Uh, what's his name on Frasier? The brother. Oh, um, oh, I don't. Uh, anyway, it's like the, it was uh, so, some of the original cast was in it, and I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> it was fun. But so with that, kind of doing a little tweak on that, the Disney version. There's a song in every movie that is just kind of like the filler, weird one, right? That they just put in there just because. So, mm-hmm. Fixer Upper for sure is one of those. Um, yeah, I had a I had a list that I brought up and this is the 15 worst Disney songs. So I'm not and it's worst and I'm not sure their um criteria for worst cuz if you go down to the very last one, it's what makes the red man red. So they're using worst oh as in the oh. sense of like yeah. racially insensitive and just like not cool scale and then number 2 is scales and arpeggios from the Aristocats. And I'm like, "Oh, I like that one." I like That's that cute. one. It's just like quick. It's yeah. just yeah, it's it it helps to help us understand the different characters a little better and it's, cute. it's such a song. So I, for me, I when I say, when I see this question, songs that are boring, unnecessary, or can't stand, like to me, I just think fast forward, like, uh, like I need to bathroom skip. break, you know? Yeah. Stand up, walk around. I'll be back. Um, and the one that always comes to my mind is the, the, the love song in, um, don't say Hercules. 
It's not Hercules. No, not. <laughs> if she were to say that, no, no, no. Chelsea had. Chelsea has exited the chat. You know, I have admin controls, Chelsea. (laughs) It could just be me and Chad. (laughs) No, it was uh, the love song from uh, Robin Hood. And I knew you were going to say it. Yeah, because it's just like, I always, (laughs) in my mind, I'm like, that is not a song that is worth sticking around for. So I always fast forward that one. I can, I can see that. It's very long. First of it's all, and it, yeah. it doesn't really add to the plot. I mean, mm-hmm. you go right from that great scene where they're all running from the parade or whatever it is. And then mm-hmm. suddenly you have to stop mm-hmm. and have that long. But Let's I was fall kinda, in love. Yeah. <laughs> so this is I'm love. I think of any others. Well, that's a good that's one. A good that's a good one. That's, that's which one? That so is a great is one love. because you da, da, that's the situation. So those are these so are interesting. These are two different songs where we'll let Chelsea do her thing. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but it's two different films where or two different parts in different movies where one, uh, we get to see them fall in love with Prince and Cinderella, and then the other one, it's Robin Hood and Maid Marian, but uh just one lands and one does mm-hmm. not. But yeah, because with Robin and Maid Marian, their love is already established. We get that like mm-hmm. five minutes into the film. That's true. Whereas that is true. Cinderella, it's like, oh, this is nice because you're actually giving these characters, oh, we've had the look. Right, 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 right. This is this is the <laughs> moment to just kind of let it sink in. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. And then the other one's like. Oh yeah, I remember you. We were kids or whatever. There's a flower ring. Yeah, the flower ring. Flower ring. On the three, like the fa- <laughs> it only has like three fingers, so it just looks like, like this. Oh, so weird. <laughs> well, she is. A Why do you have to bring that so... up? Yeah. <laughs> it just um, looks weird. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, you know one that I'm thinking up right now is. Um, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, a guy like you. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. just sad. It, anything it, with uh, the gargoyles, it's that movie is just so tonally off because they're trying to be super serious and dark, and you have Frollo and all of his demons that he's dealing with, and Hellfire, yeah. and then you have these goofy gargoyles that turn to life, that talk to and singing a guy like you. You but also, it, it just like, sets him up for disaster. Like you just feel sad for him. Yeah, it's already yeah, the- bad enough. You know, as like, like you guys point out, it's like, and yeah, that really is out of left field. Now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What about from the rescuers rescue aid society? I like that one. I like that one. R-E-S-C-U-E. I kid you rescue not. That is, aid how society. that is exactly how Until I remember to spell rescue every time. I have to I sing that whenever I think of like, okay, I need to write down rescue. How did that R E S C U E? Okay, got it, got it. Do you also sing the the it the rap song independent I N D E P E N D E N T? Do you know it? I mean, <laughs> I've never actually heard that one, actually. But if- there's a song and they spell out the word independent. It is dumb. <laughs> the, the only other song and that I sing in regards to spelling is respect, because you cannot say that R-E-S-P-E-C-T isn't That's a great true. song. Right. So. <laughs> 
What about um, in The Fox and the Hound, Lack of Education? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. No, that's not a good one. <laughs> yeah, scratch that. That's, that's not a good one at all. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even remember there was a song. Oh, there is. Yeah, we we haven't done that one on the podcast. And have we done The Rescuers? Oh, I wish you guys had. I don't think you, I well, I don't think we have. And I really want to do it because I really like that movie. Have we done The Rescuers Down Under? I don't you think you might we have done, done that one. Okay. Although I feel like it was like really early on. If you did animation addicts, the rescuers, we've just done, done so many at this point. Sometimes I have to search my own search our own stuff. We have not done anything rescuers. So should we do another mice series? Remember we did that a long time well, ago. That's right. I yeah. liked that mice series. Was it, wait, was it actually a mice series? I can't even remember. Yeah. I mice thought we, and rats we, Was it the oh, great mouse yeah. detective? Yeah, that was that great. was during the great mess. Ah, uh, good times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was great about that one is it was just it was right in there when Glenn Keane reached out to us because he was promoting mm-hmm. his thing, and we just felt so cool. <laughs> like Glenn Keane, like knows who we are. <laughs> We're listening. I know. <laughs> he sends this. <laughs> he sends this uh, email. Afterward, because there was a one point in time when we were uh, we were talking about Fox and the Hound, and in it we just somebody makes a comment. I think Morgan's like, "Yeah, right." Like you would listen to us or something like that. And so uh, it was right after that he ended up sending an email uh, that like talked about different things. And at the end, P.S. We're listening. <laughs> so like, oh, please don't, <laughs> please. <laughs> I just kind of get slightly embarrassed when like people who are kind of a big deal you know in the animation world or they they actually are animators or like really you know know what they're talking about like oh we're, we're just like fans who just like who just love the stuff and we just want to talk about it you know but that's the thing there actually are like a lot of people get into animation because they are fans likewise right. so why would suddenly they be above listening to podcasts about the media we actually get a lot of people talking and, and sending you know emails and stuff saying like i listen when i'm drawing at work like oh that's a great job. Like the jobs where you can just like draw and you can like listen to podcasts sometimes like, I don't know, my, my corporate job or things that I'm doing now, like I have to have like full mental focus. Like you can't like write an email and listen to a podcast or, you know, it has to be really kind of not mundane work, but things where you use like a different side of your brain. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, just, just sit and draw all day. And you just like listen to podcasts and cool things. I had a job where I was a data entry person for um, rebates. When you bought a set of tires, you could submit and get a hundred dollars back. And this was in the old days before in 2005, before um, you could really do this online. They were just moving to like online rebates, but they still always have this like mail-in version because they know that if they force you to mail in your rebate, a certain percentage of people are just never going to do it. Yeah. And that was the best job because I got paid per piece. So per rebate that I did, and it was, it was 13 cents per rebate. And then I could just sit and listen to audiobooks and podcasts. And, and then I was so good at it. They dropped it down to 10 cents each. I'm like, why are you You've lo- punishing I've lost me? Incentive. I was like way above and beyond. Like if now, like me with a, a a ten pad like key on your keyboard, like I can type so fast with those things because that's all I did was like typing in phone numbers. <laughs> oh, good times. 
that was a that was a great high school job <laughs> to be honest because i didn't have to talk to people i could just show up listen to my stuff nice. process your rebate Loretta, <laughs> and off we go <laughs> yeah i had a I was just saying while we were talking uh, about, you know, different artists or people who have like called in there. I remember one time we got a, a voicemail from somebody who actually worked on Dinosaur and Dinosaur was like we were about to do it. And he was just like, yeah, so I'm going to be, you know, I remember this and this and this. And he's like giving all these different things of, of it. And we just like here and he just sent it in a voicemail and it, it was like what <laughs> so i just remember that being really cool because it's like you have different people where we're just we had just like totally hammered this movie <laughs> because it's dinosaur well and, and a lot of times there is sometimes speculation in the podcast that goes on like oh i'm sure behind the scenes this is what they were saying and 100 percent did not happen right, you know what right. I mean? <laughs> and the people who actually worked on it are like you know nothing <laughs> yeah but anyway, sorry, Chad, you were talking something about probably jobs, high school jobs. Oh, yeah. OK. Um, <laughs> dinosaurs. I haven't thought about that in years. My sister was way into that film. Um, <laughs> but I can kind of relate to uh, what she was saying. I had a uh, warehouse job where I worked in the shipping department, but they would let you listen to like your music and stuff. And so I would listen to my podcasts and you guys actually uh well <laughs> i put away shoes and socks and everything for rei distribution so i was like this is this is a chill job and no one had to talk to me so i was like this is great the best i love it <laughs> i helped my brother very cool uh he he buys a lot of stuff and then resells it on amazon and so like in in the process of shipping and handling i am the handling and so like it's fun because I get to spend time with my brother and also because we end up talking about like cryptocurrencies and whatnot like that. <laughs> so we're just like doing stuff. Um, anyway. Yeah. That's kind of the, the same thing. Like he was, he's like, well, I'm trying to have me um, kind of systematize the whole thing in case I'm not there. And he's just like, like, for example, I really want to, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe moving all of this into the other room where I'm, so I'm over here and that's over there. I'm like, what? So you don't want me here? You don't want to talk to me? <laughs> and I'm like, you're, I'm the only one here and I'm making you talk to me. <laughs> Doesn't anyone love me? <laughs> that's, right, that's a different movie. Ah, <sighs> uh, so I think we're going to wrap it up because Chelsea and I are going to record The Black Cauldron. So give us your <laughs> thoughts, Chad. I oh, you know you're a fan. <laughs> I can't. I just it's um, so all over the place in my opinion. Like I I love parts of it. I love the witches personally. They crack me up. Mm -hmm. And I love the fat with the uh, I, I don't think that did they actually have names because i i think they Not did I and know. i can't pronounce it but i love the fat one and how she's infatuated with the harp player <laughs> yes so funny but so awkward. Uh, otherwise i think uh, it, not to be negative or anything i just think it's it's such a jumbled mess and you guys said it was based on novels which i didn't know um mm -hmm. i personally just thought that disney was like okay let's make a medieval movie and then they just tried to do fifteen thousand different things with it yeah. you know it's like i mean there's the whole the, the stupidest thing in that movie in my opinion is the pig why would you give a pig <laughs> prophesiac 
future seeing powers. That makes no sense whatsoever. It's touched on for like five minutes. And then it goes into the story of a boy wanting to be more than he is. And then suddenly we see Princess Zelda walking out of a... (laughs) That's all I think of, okay? Excuse me, me, princess. princess. Yes, (laughs) exactly. And then suddenly you have the heart play. And it's just, yeah, it's it's a mess. That's that's my thought. (laughs) So get ready. We are going to talk about this hot, (laughs) hot mess of a film. Next week on the actually not next week on the podcast. This will be, be coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be Soul, and then this Chelsea and I are batching a whole bunch of episodes while we can, and not while we can, just because we can, and to kind of get ahead on the game because now we're doing this weekly, so we're being efficient with our time. So yeah, get ready for that hot mess because um, it was a dark, dark time for Disney. I, I would say it was the darkest period low point for disney animation in its entire history may like even more so than the chicken little just because this was just but yes uh i'm gonna stop there we will talk more about it on the actual podcast so make stay sure tuned. to <laughs> stay tuned subscribe because i know you want to hear speaking, all of that <laughs> speaking of you know episodes where we just bash a movie the entire time like i feel like that's what this is gonna be <laughs> I'll try to make it possible. I mean, <laughs> there's yeah, actually a lot to unpack there. There's a lot of history. Yes. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of reasons why it is the way that it is. So it's, it's interesting, but um, it'll be a good one. So awesome. Well, thanks Chad for joining us. We, there was a little mix up with the time. I apologize for that, everybody, but we should do that. We're going to be doing this every month. I really like the Rotocast because we just get to hang out and talk with the patrons. So, I'm actually going to do a survey for May to see when would be a better time to do it so more people can join. Um, but of course, you can always send your questions in rotoscopers.com slash AMA. You can send as many questions as you want and uh, we'll answer them next time. So with that, we will end this broadcast. And until next time, we, we are, are Rotoscopers. Rotoscopers. Whoa. <laughs> Was I cool one thing? Thing? Take it away. Take it away. (laughs) We are the Rotoscopers. Rotoscopers. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys.